Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode four of Dear Lixie podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. This is a podcast intended to be a casual conversation between friends, sharing our personal experiences and stories on various topics that are familiar and relevant to young adults. Tonight, I'm joined by my dear friend, Courtney. She's outgoing, super funny, and best of all, she is always so unapologetically herself, and I love that. Courtney, thank you so much for taking the time to record with me tonight, and welcome. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm super excited for everyone to kind of get to know you a little bit, hear your story and your perspective, and yeah. So um, do you want to share a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so, um, well, I guess I know Alex from uh, one of her sisters is one of my dear friends, Audrey. Uh, So we went to college together, um, and then we've just been close up since. And I I guess I just turned 31 last week, so uh, my aunt said that I'm now over the hill. She said 30 was the hill, so (laughs) I... uh, I told her it better be a fun ride from here on out down the hill then. Oh my gosh, it totally will be. Happy belated. Um, I will say 30s for me, I mean, I'm I'm 32, but I feel like my 30s so far have been much better than my 20s in the way that I feel like about myself. So I think that you'll come to find the same and it's so much more fun because you kind of know yourself a little bit better and what you actually like to do versus when you're in your twenties, you're kind of just like doing whatever everyone else is doing. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally agree. I mean, even in this last year, I feel like I've come into my own and really found my voice and where like what my passions are, where I want to speak out and just learning to say no to things that I don't truly enjoy. Like mm-hmm. I was the FOMO really bad. Like I always said yes to everything. Like let's go to, you know, a concert. Let's go hiking. Like I'm actually not a fan of live music or outdoors. So like, why was I always saying yes? Yeah. Um, and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack for that because everyone loves the outdoors <laughs> and concerts. Like I just like didn't grow up <laughs> listening to music or any of that, I had a really strict household. So like, music isn't my thing. Um, I understand why other people are into it. But like, why was I saying yes for so long when it's like, now let me connect you to someone else that will like actually enjoy this with you. Yeah, I totally get that. Because when you Mm -hmm. say no to something, you're actually saying yes to something else, basically saying yes to yourself and, you know, and choosing the things that you actually love. So yeah, that's great. Yeah. So today we are going to be discussing the topic of being single during a pandemic and myself, I won't be able to contribute much to this episode, but I'm super curious to hear how it's been for you, Courtney. Tell us about, you know, the dating scene, how it's changed for you, um, the struggles that you face, and if you found, like, any good in being solo during this time. Spill all the tea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. So, long story short, it's miserable for someone like oh. myself who's, like, so type A, very extroverted, like, loves a good party, loves just a casual beer, like, 
none of that is possible anymore. And so for me, it was such a huge change. Like it was a complete 180. I used to have, you know, happy hour plans after work every day or like some, you know, like program or, you know, party or something I was going to after work every day, you know, maybe once every couple of weeks, I'd have like one night to myself. So I went from that to being at home 24 seven at the beginning of the pandemic, I literally like worked out of my bed and slept in my bed and got drunk on zoom in my bed. Like I, <laughs> I bought a new bed. Like I swear, because I spent so much time in it. I was like, I, I'm going to go buy a really fancy bed and it's, I deserved it because I spend so much time in it now. Don't feel too bad for me. Cause I've still like done my best to uh, remain social and all that. But I very much, especially when it comes to dating, like the organic type of dating where you meet, you know, out or through friends or, you know, just hanging out uh, organically. And that's really not happening because people aren't going out anymore. Yeah. Um, and I'm not much of like an app girl. Like I'm not on Tinder or Bumble or Match or any of those things. Um, and I mean, I have been, I'm not saying I never have been, but um, I did stoop <laughs> to a low level for me and uh, got back on the apps maybe like halfway through. Tell me a little bit about the apps. Like how, because I've, I'm married and I've been with the same person for so long. Like I feel like I've been with the same person even longer than like before the apps even came out. Like I wouldn't know how to date at all if I was not in this marriage. Um, but how do the dating apps work? I know there are several different dating apps, but I'm sure they are a little bit different now mm -hmm. that we're going through the pandemic. Because I would assume if you meet someone through an app, you could at least um, schedule time to like actually meet in person someplace. Mm -hmm. But now with everything going on, has that hindered that at all are you doing like more of like zoom meetings and is that super awkward mm -hmm. it, you're exactly right we've resorted to you chat a little bit and then you meet on zoom and then if it's like you really hit it off and you trust the other person then maybe meet in person mm -hmm. um but like each app is different so tinder is the like casual sex like yeah fuck boy app but the problem is mm -hmm. that I have found that it's the same people on all these apps and I live in Des Moines which is a lot smaller than Chicago um, mm -hmm. so the options are very limited and also being in the Midwest everyone is married or anyone that's worth even like a second glance is married so there's that I really like Bumble Bumble's the version where the girl you get you swipe and you match but the the woman has to reach out first. So I like that because I'm a control freak. So I love to be able to, to really determine whether I want to contact them or get in touch with them. Yeah, that sounds more safe too, right? And you yeah. can, because us as women, we like to do a little bit more digging and find out who they are before we really like connect with them, right? So I feel like that's mm -hmm. like a pretty solid choice um I actually have acquaintances who have actually met on some of the online apps and they've formed like long-term relationships with with the the people that they have met on the app I think one of them even um they're getting married soon well my best friend one of my best friends I guess um 
she just got married from someone that she met on Match. So, like, I know it's possible, but I'm also... Okay, first of all, full disclosure, I'm an absolute cynic. I don't really believe in monogamy. (laughs) And I never want to get married. So, like, there's already three strikes against me because going into (laughs) a terrible mindset. Um, But I just, like... I also hate texting, so a large part of getting to know someone on an app is, like, messaging back and forth. Like, I don't have time for that. I have a career. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm going to text, I'll text my friends. Or, like, I'd rather just pick up the phone, talk to you for five minutes, determine if I like you or not, and then move on. So I'm also, like, probably the world's hardest person to date, (laughs) to be fair. Honestly, though, I love that because you're like a no nonsense. I know what I like. It takes five minutes for me to determine if you're worth my time or not. That says a lot about you. Truly, I think my biggest thing is I want someone that has a passion that like wants to make the world a better place. Yeah. And I think that's so hard to find. Like People are just lazy. Mm-hmm. No, I'm totally with you. I think that when it comes to like money and success, um, those are things that you you could go out and you could find anyone who has money and who's successful but to find someone who who also has some sort of ambition in themselves to do things other than just work and they see success other than how they're doing in their career yes yeah. yes mhm tell me about your experiences you jumped on um was it tinder or bumble or both um bumble i don't do tinder okay um i i was on bumble most recently and then also hinge but the problem with hinge have you heard of hinge it's another thing that one i feel like is like besides bumble i guess bumble is pretty great hinge is like my ideal because it's more interactions and like very um organic and like commenting I mean you're still gonna have people that are commenting like cheesy things on your photos but it's kind of like an interactive like Instagram Mm -hmm. which I love um which speaking of Instagram like that's just a whole nother avenue of like dating yeah Yeah. because I have my (laughs) which is probably my own fault because I have my profile as public because I think the world deserves to see, like, how funny I am. Or, like, yes. You know what I mean? So, like, <laughs> Absolutely. The world deserves that. And so I have so many random followers. I mean, I don't even have very many followers. Like, I have my little cousin has, like, thousands. I'm like, how? You don't even do anything. <laughs> You're not funny. Like, <laughs> but, yeah. So, yeah. Bumble. Um, I attempted that. And it just, like, wasn't worth it. So I got back off the apps. But... I feel like I've heard of people having a lot of success with that. And I mean, I think that's great. Um, I saw something the other day. Oh, I think it was, do you watch The Bachelorette or The Bachelor? No, I feel like I'm like the only person who does not watch that show. I mean, I've, I've watched some clips of it, but I've never sat mm-hmm. down and actually watched a full episode. But I know like the concept of it. Okay, well, you're, I just gave in this last year. So okay. I, my first season and um am I missing out do I need to start binging this it's like it's just drama that I, I, I would say no save, save it so you can say you're one of the only ones that like don't watch it <laughs> okay because it's really not that great um but the thing is that once they come off the show they're like influencers on social media because mm-hmm. bachelor nation is like bad shit crazy 
And so um, Hannah Brown, she was the bachelorette and she like was dating Tyler Cameron, who then was dating Gigi Hadid in between her and Zayn's breakup. Like I'm a like celebrity junkie. I love dating who and all of that. So that's how I got caught up in who Tyler was and who Hannah was. But anyway, I've actually heard of both of them. Okay, good. Because that's how the bachelor now, Matt James is like best friends with Tyler Cameron. So that's how he became the bachelor. So I'm watching this season and they're only like five episodes in. Uh, All that to say that on Hannah's Instagram, her and her friends were doing like a blind date on their phone. And they're, they live in California, but they, I'm sure it's not here in Iowa, but they do like speed dating, like speed blind dating. So you get three, it's like an app that you sign up at a certain time and you get to go on three dates. Speed oh my dating. God. Isn't that so cool? That's so cool. Wait, you need to find out what this app is. So you can join. I know. I, j- I feel like I just saw it like a couple days ago mm-hmm. and was like, this is amazing. You know what? The thing with this pandemic too, is even though you can't really meet anyone, in person um like right away like you normally would this kind of gives you the opportunity to start meeting people who are outside of Des Moines Mm -hmm. you know what Mm -hmm. I mean because you can form relationships from Skype calls and things like that if if you really hit it off and maybe that will someday either take you out of Iowa or it could Mm -hmm. just be a good destination for you to visit like frequently if things go well <laughs> yeah no I think that's a really good idea actually because I don't want to stay in Iowa forever I have an aunt and uncle who are both my uncle's birthday is actually tomorrow he turns 80 and my aunt's 82 oh and God, so they, happy birthday uncle <laughs> yeah I will tell him he will love that um so and we're actually having a zoom birthday party for him so how relevant <laughs> um but I don't want to leave until, like, because they've had some, you know, random illnesses, bats mm-hmm. with cancer, heart attacks, all of that. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still going strong and are still, like, super healthy right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just this sense of, like, I can't leave until, I mean, they raised me, so I have yeah. a special connection. So No, um, I totally get that. And also, too, it's like, you don't necessarily even have to leave right away, but it could just be a way for you to kind of get a little taste of someplace outside mm-hmm. of Des Moines. You know, you can travel back and forth and you can make it work. Absolutely. Never, I'm all for like casual. So yes. all your listeners, if anyone's interested, Courtney yeah. loves casual and <laughs> traveling. <laughs> I'm going to post your picture up on my Instagram. So yeah, expect some DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So have like the people that you've met on those, on um, those sites, were you ever connected enough with any of them that you decided to like meet them in person? No, oh, not, bummer. not, oh not during, not during COVID. I mean, okay. previously. And again, like, so I have this story and I'm going to share it only because like, it's still hilarious. Yes. But is I one pre COVID. This is pre COVID. Awesome. Um, okay, good. So we're going to hear about Courtney pre-COVID <laughs> and her dating days. Yeah, okay. because my dating life during COVID is just like not, ex- it's so sad. I mean, I give up so easily on people. Um, but I had gone out one night and I live in, 
I live outside of Des Moines, so I live in a suburb. I don't want to, like, yeah, tell everyone my to, exact yeah. address. <laughs> but I, you have to take, like, a 20-minute Uber drive for me to get home. So I had mm. had enough to drink that I was like, okay, I'll Uber home. And 20 minutes is a long time to get home, right? So I'm pretty chatty, like, chatting up my Uber driver. And I'm like, okay, I'm looking at him in the mirror. I'm like, he's pretty cute. Well... <laughs> I took my Uber driver home. So. Oh my gosh. I knew that's where this was going. <laughs> and that actually was like pretty successful for quite a few months. Um, but he, he had some baggage, like his father had just passed away. And like, I already have so many issues that it's like, mm-hmm. I can't handle anyone else's, which yeah. I feel bad. Like I should have never like cut it off because it was, you know, I don't know. So We'll see. Maybe I'll text him later and rekindle something, but probably not. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love that. But honestly, though, like sometimes the more random ones are the ones that lead to full blown relationships. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe this will be like maybe you'll get off this call or, you know, this call and you'll just you'll text him. Be like, hey, just checking to see how you're doing. Yeah, we'll see. Wow. I haven't thought about him in a while, so that's good. Oh, was he the last person that you dated before the pandemic? Um, my friend Ashley actually set me up with a coworker of hers as well, mm-hmm. and he was super great. And we went on a few dates, um, but I just He's... didn't want to jump his bones, like. Oh, there was just like, and he's like, not, not attractive. He was cute. I feel like there's, you know, there are people who you will think are good looking, but you're just like not attracted to, but you know what? Um, I will say in the beginning of like, before Philip and I were like dating, I thought he was super good looking, but I didn't have like instant like attraction until after I really got to like know him so Mm -hmm. maybe it just like takes a little bit too you know yeah no and I think that's fair and all my past boy and I haven't had a boyfriend since college so it's been basically a decade which seems like it was yesterday even though it's been almost a decade um I just don't think I'm like a serious monogamous person I don't know so I feel like you say that now because it's been <laughs> such a long time, right? You could like, you could be right. Yeah, I think you're saying that now because it's been such a long time, but I don't I also don't find it like a bad thing that it's been such a long time because all this time you've been able to really um focus on yourself and work on yourself and get to know yourself. So so when you start dating, I think that will allow you to really build a healthy relationship and a type of relationship that you actually want um, and that actually serves purpose for you versus like just dating, thinking that it'll be like a good long term thing and then just like doesn't really end up working out. I think you're right because I mean, relationships are all about like compromising. And I think that that's why when people jump into it too quickly without realizing themselves and what they're willing to compromise and what they're not, they end Mm -hmm. up compromising on things that they shouldn't have. And that's where the resentment grows and why relationships don't work because you become like resentful and, you know, get upset. I agree. So 
I totally agree. You could be right. I could be, you know, someday. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to talk to you in like six months and you're going to be in this full-blown, beautiful relationship. <laughs> Love can hope. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so if you were to date, like now, if you were to find someone, because, okay, you're single, but are you... Are you single and looking or are you single and just like if you meet the if you meet somebody who's interesting enough, um, then you'll give them the time of day, like whatever happens, happens. Or are you like actively like looking? I would say the second one. I'm definitely not actively looking. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's because I've just like given up. And I think that's so horrible because so many of my friends are in such great relationships and are super happy and Mm -hmm. my end goal is not to get married and have children like I don't personally want to have children Mm -hmm. so there's not really a timeline whereas so many people like that was their end goal is to have a family and that's what they want which is great for them because people have I mean someone's got to have kids and you know continue on (laughs) continue the race but like that's that's not me so and that's totally okay too and the other thing is I just feel like growing up there's always this like um preconceived like notion that we need to be in relationships or married by the time we're like in our 30s but I don't think that's the case like in modern day I think it's totally fine to still be solo and you know, getting to know people. I don't think there's a rush um, in having to jump into marriage or anything. And same with kids. Like, I share that same sentiment. I am married and I've been with the same person for a while, but we still don't really know how we feel about having kids. But Mm -hmm. that's just how we feel now. It may change later. But yeah, I think it's totally okay that, you know, you're not in a relationship or looking to have a family right now I think you're right like it's becoming more acceptable to be you know a woman or even you know a family a married couple and not want to have children mm-hmm. whereas I think for so long like even my aunt now when I tell her I don't want to get married or that I don't want to have kids like she thinks it's the most selfish thing ever and I'm like uh, honestly it's the most selfless like People have kids for all the wrong reasons. They have kids Mm -hmm. to have someone to take care of them when they're older or someone to love them. I don't need any of that. And Mm -hmm. I'm just here, like, trying to live my life and do the best that I can to, you know, help people along the way. So my uterus is not my destiny. Like, (laughs) I'm making that decision myself. (laughs) Hell yes. (laughs) If you were to randomly meet someone today and um, you felt a spark and you were interested and maybe getting to know them, what kind of date would you want to set up? Like, since we're in this pandemic, like, what do you think is an acceptable style of date right now? Well, I know, like, in Chicago, everything's probably still really locked down. Um, Our governor in Iowa has done absolutely nothing to shut anything Mm -hmm. down this whole time. So, yeah. Um, restaurants, are, there's been several restaurants that have done a really great job of, um, you know, you know, adding plexiglass or whatever that is. And there's actually a brewery out in Waukee that has those igloo, like, circle things for each table. Oh, cute. So, yeah, I've been wanting to go out there and do that. And I'm, 
a huge, like, not huge beer drinker, but I love, like, craft beer. Let's so be I would real. say you're going... a huge beer drinker. <laughs> <laughs> I've been known to chug a few beers for sure. <laughs> but I'd say just like having good beer and like maybe sharing an appetizer and just like hanging and chatting. I just feel like in a in a normal situation like that, you you can tell if you really like someone if you want to keep going or not. And I feel like a beer could just be one beer or it could be five beers and Mm -hmm. you know who knows what happens later (laughs) (laughs) and I feel like it's also like just a way to really get the other person to like open up and also for you to open up too because I mean I feel like Mm -hmm. if I were out there trying to date and I wasn't married I think I would be very I don't not closed off but I would just be um a little nervous to completely put myself out there so a little liquid courage never hurt anyone (laughs) exactly and I mean believe it or not as outgoing and maybe crazy as I am like I'm a little bit reserved when you first meet me and then it's like okay I can let my let my inner weirdo out I find that so hard to believe because you're so extroverted (laughs) and you're super colorful and just out there (laughs) No, I swear, like, if you throw me in a room where I don't know anyone, I am the one that will sit back and then find a couple people that I connect with, and then I will come out of my shell. Like, it, it's mm-hmm. so bizarre, because I am so outgoing. Yeah, that, I don't know. I, I need to see it to believe it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll probably never see it, but it's fine. <laughs> um, do you think it's okay to kiss like right now when you're meeting someone new how do you feel about that it's really tough because like you're putting everyone that you come in contact with after contact with after that at risk so like Mm -hmm. luckily I haven't been put in that situation but had I had five beers I probably would yeah now if it was like you know like if you if you give me enough lose my inhibition I'll just go for it so (laughs) I'd like to say I wouldn't that but I I probably would (laughs) which is horrible (laughs) you know what but if you end up doing that you can just hit them up the next day and be like hey so can you send me um a COVID test so I know that you're negative (laughs) yeah please so since quarantine and everything um are you I know that you're solo but are you spending it like alone do you have a roommate I do. Uh, I actually oh, live God. with my cousin. Um, oh, and <laughs> as I also, as much as I don't like, like want to have babies or a lot of, to add to the list of things I don't like, I don't really like animals, which <gasps> um, I know you have. Peanut- yeah, I know. Oh my God. I know. I, I know this about you. <laughs> yeah. I really, I have a lot of unpopular opinions and animals are just not my thing. I had some traumatic experiences growing up. Um, okay, that's fair. Like I had a, I had, I had a wiener dog. His name was Porkchop and my parents had a Rottweiler named T-Bone oh, and no. T-Bone ate Porkchop. Yeah. Yeah. No. He ate him. So <gasps> yes. 1000%. Yes. Like, yes. You and saw it happen? Okay, so yes, but I was only like three. So I don't, you know, when you have been told something, you can't 
tell if it was like a story or an actual memory. Mm-hmm. So I want to say yes, because I was very much there because I remember the traumatics of it all. But I don't know if I actually saw it happen or if I've just like made that up in my head. That makes sense as to why you wouldn't like animals. I get it. So <laughs> does does your cousin have animals or? Yeah. Yeah. I live on a farm. So what? we have. Yes. Yes. We have like two donkeys. <laughs> Um, a show horse then there's like four other horses out back and then Stop. there's like there's a pig yes we have an indoor I one indoor dog love yeah love that can you invite me over and yes. there <laughs> absolutely you can ride the donkeys they love it it's so oh bizarre like I'll come home because we have like animals that will um come and then leave for a while and come come back and I like won't even notice like I'll come home and there's like 12 animals like this summer over one at one point we had two mini horses that were like Mm -hmm. tiny you would have died they're like mini and I was like what happened to the horses like why are they so small now and it was just like two (laughs) different horses oh my gosh that's so cool so I was gonna ask you like how are you how are you staying in such a like positive or good mindset during this whole pandemic and you just answered it it's because you live on a farm with all those animals (laughs) (laughs) I think for like the most the normal person that would absolutely be it but like so I live in the basement and she lives upstairs um so I have like my own space and a little kitchen and um I like rarely leave the basement I uh I'm a basement dweller basically so is there any uh, windows yeah in my room but (laughs) I have like uh gray curtains to make it dark so I can literally sleep all day (laughs) yeah (laughs) oh my open that curtain let in some sunlight (laughs) I know I make myself sound like a crazy person I truly am like happy and enjoying I mean there's absolutely been some rough patches um, and mental health is a whole other topic. I'm sure that you'll cover in your podcast, but I'm a huge advocate for therapy and like, I suffer from anxiety and depression. I always have, um, I had a pretty traumatic childhood. So it's just, um, making sure like I find time to laugh and talk to friends and hang out. And, um, I've definitely had some really low lows this last year. Um, but nothing like I mean I've I feel really good right now which is um really nice uh but I've just been working head down and you know reading a lot of books and binging a lot of tv I'm pretty sure I'm doing the same as most people across America (laughs) Mm -hmm. well I'm so glad to hear that you know you're doing well and like adapting okay to the new way of life and um yeah I I really admire you for like acknowledging how you feel and doing therapy and, you know, getting the help that, that you need. Like, I feel like therapy is a great thing. I, a lot of people, Mm -hmm. when they hear that people are going to therapy there, they look at it as though it's like a negative thing. Like, oh my gosh, what's wrong with them? But like, really, it's a great thing Mm -hmm. because people who are going to therapy, they know that there are things that they need to improve on and they're taking the step to actually 
you know, be better and do better mm-hmm. and feel better for themselves. So I don't understand why there's this negative stigma around it. But yeah, good for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, it's uh, and you're exactly right. Like people who are in therapy are doing the work and we go to therapy because of the people that refuse to go to therapy. Like, yes, it's exactly you, know, you have to <laughs> learn to deal with everyone around you. And um, I mean, if everyone would go, the world would be a, such a better place. I mean, mental health is just as important as physical health. You know, oh, people 100%. pay for a gym membership pay $100 a month. You know, mm-hmm. you should pay for therapy because it's just as important, if not more important, because it gets you in the yeah. mindset then to want to work out and do, you know, be more yeah. active and, and all of that. So Exactly. Sure. I I agree. In my last episode, we spoke about like body image and insecurities. And that was kind of one thing that I really touched on was that I think that your mental health is so much more important than your physical health, because once you have like your mind right and you feel good about yourself all that physical stuff kind of just follows thereafter you know Mm because when you're not in a good place mentally you're not going to want to go and work out you're not going to want to do things for yourself um to make you feel better um physically so yeah I think it's definitely all about your mental I couldn't agree more so I guess what tips and suggestions do you have for the audience um for fulfilling their like emotional or romantic needs or overcoming like feelings of loneliness during the pandemic like what are you doing I I mean just doing your best to put yourself out there and I think um especially when it comes to dating people get kind of nervous and mm-hmm. like I think people need to really acknowledge that they're a catch like everyone has really great qualities like every single person brings something to the table and know Mm -hmm. that like the other person I'm sure is having the same feelings of like nervousness or doubt or like what if I they don't like me what if I'm not good enough and and that's okay like you know it goes both ways but like that person just isn't for you so it doesn't it's you know it, it shouldn't matter that much even though I know it does hurts Mm -hmm. people's feelings I've been ghosted oh I guess I should tell you you know I'm bringing this all the way back but I did um during pandemic I was at a target and in line to get a gift card for work and this guy asked for my number and he like I had a Black Lives Matter shirt on and he was black uh and so I think that's what like caught his eye And so Mm -hmm. we were talking, we met up once, and then he totally ghosted me. We were supposed to go to dinner. Yeah, and we were supposed to have dinner, and he totally ghosted me. I can't believe I forgot to tell that story, but but it's okay. Like, that was my first time being ghosted, so it hurt my ego a little bit, because it's like, excuse me, like, I'm supposed to be doing the ghosting. Like, no one's supposed to ghost me. So, um... And he was, like, super cute. I was kind of excited about it. I think it was our second date he ghosted me. Maybe third. Okay. Whatever. Okay, wait. Your second or third date. So how did the first date go? <laughs> it, so the first one, we ended up just uh, Skyping. So it was a Skype date. And then the second oh, one, gotcha. we met in person. And then the third one, we were supposed to go out to dinner. And we mm-hmm. didn't end up it because he ghosted me and I've never heard from him since 
Yes. Oh my god. See, I don't like that and I don't understand it. It's like even if after your first or second date, like if he felt like there wasn't like any type of like spark or connection like on his end, he could have at least been respectful enough to be like, Hey court, like you're a really fun person, but I don't think that I'm looking for, you know, whatever, at least reached out. Like he didn't have to be a complete dick and ghost you. Oh, I know. And he's the one that set up the third date anyway. It's like, don't go out of your way to set something up and then just like never respond again. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, that is it's a okay. No, no. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Like, yeah. it sucks to hurt people's feelings, but I, I mean, it's fine. People are understanding. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. not for everyone. I totally understand that. I'm a lot to handle. Yeah. But. And now I, oh. you asked me a question and I totally just like went off topic and did not answer no, your question. No, you're but. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> this has been great. I feel like we're just kind of like catching up because it's been so long since we've like really um, been able to chat or even seen each other. I don't think we've seen each other since like 2019. Yeah. Maybe? Was it Audrey's so. wedding? Was that eight? That was 18. No. Yeah, it was 18. Oh, crap. Holy that cow. was 18. Oh, my gosh. It's been such a long time. Uh, that was a wild night too oh my gosh it was very much a wild night (laughs) yeah I never made it home but that's okay yeah I know I tried waiting for you and then I fell asleep and missed a million calls from you (laughs) well then I lost my phone and I was in the hotel lobby and the hotel lobby lady gave me a room because she was worried about me (laughs) She was a freaking angel. (laughs) She really was. She saved the day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, Well, it's been so good to catch up. Um, We're definitely going to need to do this more often. Um, And I think that there will be future episodes that I would love to have you on for you to share, like, your perspective. I think that you have a lot to share and give um but yeah so let's go ahead and just start wrapping up the show um is there any last words that you want to give to the audience to help them feel more positive and carry on about dating during the pandemic um I just say like embrace the discomfort and really get to you know sit with yourself and learn about yourself and it's awkward and uncomfortable and we're all lonely, but like really embrace it because when again, will we ever get this much time to spend, you know, at home, you know, whether it's alone or with people, like we're never going to get this time back. So really embrace it and then get back out there because I'm ready for some dates and some good beer. Hit Courtney up in her DMs, guys. Courtney, give your Instagram a plug since it's public. <laughs> yes, it is. It's court underscore Kirkpat, and court is with a K. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much again for joining me. You guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please do tune in to the next episode. It'll be not next Monday, but the following Monday. I'm trying to upload every other Monday. If you have topic suggestions, 
um, tips or any feedback for me, feel welcome to shoot me an email at dearlixy at gmail.com. That's D-E-A-R-L-I-X-X-Y at gmail.com. Until next time, chat with you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. <laughs>